want to make a podcast, Spotify has got a platform that lets you make one super easily, distribute it everywhere, and even earn money all in one place for free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters, and here's how it works. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or your computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else podcasts are heard. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. And when you want to take conversations with your fans to the next level, Q&As and polls are the best way to get them talking. With Spotify for Podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. Ever since I discovered Spotify for Podcasters, I feel so supported in the creation and distribution of my show. Spotify for Podcasters hosts masterclasses, office hours, and more to help creators develop and fine-tune their skills. I highly recommend you give it a try. Download the Spotify for Podcasters app or go to spotify.com slash podcasters to get started. And then once you have your goals set, you have the opportunity to ask yourself, okay, these things support the life that I'm trying to create and these things don't support the life I'm trying to create. Hey guys, what's up? Welcome to or back to the show. Thank you so, so much for clicking on today's episode. If this is the first time you're ever listening to 8020, hey, my name's Lily. It's super nice to meet you. If you happen to like anything that I have to say today, be sure to subscribe to the show to stick around. I post new episodes every single Monday and Thursday. This week, I'm planning on it for it to kind of be a short one, but I just feel like I have a lot to talk about today, so maybe it'll be like a normal length episode. And then Thursday, we have a really exciting guest on the show, so stick around for that. Obviously, I have to set the scene for you guys. I am sitting in kind of a different recording location. I just decided to switch it up tonight. Lexi is currently at work, so I have the whole apartment to myself, which is super nice. Um, So I am sitting out in the living room. I've got some candles lit. I have like kind of moody lighting on. It's kind of like dim, but not too dim. The sun just set. And as I'm talking, I realized that I think I'm missing something. And I think that something is kombucha in a wine glass. So I think I'm going to pause the recording and go pour myself a nice chilled glass of Trilogy. I know that that was breezy for you guys, but it actually was like a 20 minute intermission for me. You know, when you go to do one thing and then you realize that you have like 10 million other things to do and so you get a little sidetracked, that's what just happened to me. I went to pour the kombucha and then I was like, oh, Instagram story this, right? Also, if you don't follow me on Instagram, you should check my account out, link in the description. I'm mostly active on stories and stuff. Anyway, that's not the point. I realized that the counter was dirty, so I was like, okay, well, if I'm going to film an Instagram story, I should probably wipe down the counter really quick, so I wiped down the counter, and then I realized that I should just put away the dishes that were drying on the drying rack, so I started to put those away, and then I'm like, okay, well, let me just unload the dishwasher while we're at it. Okay, let me make a plan to rearrange my bedroom after the podcast recording's over, so just one thing kind of led to another, and it got to a point where I just had to stop myself and be like, Lily, you literally have, this was a com- like a real conversation that I just had with myself, you have all night to do all of these things, but right now be present, be here right now, sit down and record the podcast like you were going to do, and you don't need to constantly be multitasking. I had a really interesting conversation with someone the other day about multitasking, and I personally don't believe in multitasking. 
I think that obviously you can juggle a lot of things at once. But when it comes to doing a task and doing it to your full potential, I don't think multitasking is the answer. When I go around the house and I'm like, oh my gosh, I have so much to do. I'm trying to fold the laundry at the same time as I'm doing the dishes or fold the laundry and, oh, I don't even know. Same thing goes with work. If you're trying to send emails at the same time as you're trying to post an Instagram story, you might end up tagging the wrong accounts or you might end up posting the wrong Instagram story frame in the wrong order or you might end up saying the wrong thing in the email to to a wrong person. All that to be said, I constantly have to remind myself that I have time to do it all and it will all get done, but it doesn't all have to get done in this exact moment. So now you all have my full and undivided attention. I'm all here right now and we're going to have a good podcast recording. So last week's episode definitely was a reflection of the crazy week that I had. Um, whether you guys believe this stuff or not, there was a full moon last week, so people literally act up. Just crazy. Um, 11-11 was Friday, so that's like a really energetically powerful day, if you let it be. And, um, there's just a lot of other shit going on. Like, a lot of dirt got kicked up, and just shit was going on. So, it was a very energetically draining, yet fulfilling week for me. And I've kind of reflected a lot on that. So I feel like my past couple episodes have kind of gone deep. It's not just like, okay, like this is a really fun thing that you can take to your nine to five job. Like this is more, I guess, on the, I don't want to say heavier side, but definitely more on the like spiritual, personal development side of things. And that's kind of the headspace that I've been in lately. I'm not really worried about like what type of, bag to bring to my nine to five job I'm more worried about like what the fuck is my life gonna look like in five years so that's kind of where we're at right now so I hope that you guys are enjoying these types of episodes because that's kind of just where I'm at right now obviously I want to get more lighthearted as like the holiday season comes into full effect and whatnot but right now this is where we're at also if you guys aren't already in the 8020 group chat you totally should be you can click the link in the show notes that says connect with other 8020 listeners that will take you to our group chat there is something very 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 exciting going down in december the whole month of december and i kind of spilled the beans in the group chat over the weekend so if you guys are in the group chat you know if you're not in the group chat you totally should go check it out Um, See if you can find it in there. We're going to have a really, really fun and chaotic and incredible December. And I will tell you guys more about what we're going to do in December as it approaches. Um, But just know that it's going to be super fun. So buckle up and it's going to be a good time. So the day that you guys are listening to this would be November 14th. So we're almost, this is crazy, halfway through the month. And people typically like to do things in November where it's like no fill-in-the-blank November. So maybe it's like no shave November or no whatever November. No shave is probably the most popular one. If you know my sense of humor, you know that I'm holding back a giggle right now. Um, (laughs) There it is. But last night I was having a conversation with someone and... 
obviously were cracking jokes and they were like but what if it's just no november what if the month of november is the month that you learn how to say no to people if something doesn't serve you literally just say no and so quickly the conversation turned from more like punchy and funny to oh actually like we need to learn how to say no more often we need to know when to set hard boundaries when something is no longer serving us we need to learn how to stand in that decision to say you know what i'm not going to do that because that doesn't support the life i'm trying to create so a funny conversation quickly turned into inspiration for today's podcast episode that you are allowed to say no to things that don't serve you and i've obviously always known this you're allowed to say no to things but i think as we get older it's a lot easier to give in to peer pressure or give in to saying yes because you don't want to hurt someone's feelings or even now like if i go over to someone's house and they're like oh do you want like a glass of wine or you know, oh, I made whatever. Do you want some? Like, you don't want the host to feel bad. So you're like, oh yeah, like I'll have some even if you don't really want it. And I'm like, when do we lose the power to say, no, thank you. I'm okay. In most instances, when I want to say no to something, I feel like I have to make an excuse. And obviously, like if it's a friend inviting you to something and you actually can't go, like it's a lot easier to be like, oh, like, hey, I actually like already have plans that night. Or if you appreciate being invited, but you just want to like chill on the couch, like it should be okay to be like, hey, actually, I'm super, super drained. I'm down to just chill. And the other thing too is like, if it's a friend that's also down to chill, you could be like, hey, do you just want to chill together? Like, can we just sit and watch TV and like not talk to each other? Those friendships are like the best types of friendships. But really, I mean, we struggle, or at least I struggle to say no to things. So one kind of avenue that we can take this conversation down is exploring your relationship to saying no. This is a little bit of tangent here, so just, I guess, prepare for that. I really want to do like a secret live show where I just share with you guys all of these stories that I feel like I cannot share to an audience of people that I'm not really sure who you are. Like I and everybody across the board has stories that they're not going to share openly on the internet, but I would love to have like a Taylor Swift secret sessions inspired type night where I literally just share so much more than I'm ever comfortable sharing online because I have some funny stories for you guys, but I'll give you guys the skinny here on this one. I was given an opportunity to say no and like set a really really hard boundary and kind of essentially put someone in their place and I did and I was super super proud of myself and because I did that to some degree I felt like I got a little bit of power back like I was able to stand firm in this decision to say no this doesn't serve me and we're not gonna do that anymore and it was kind of just Overall, a pretty, I guess, cool experience for me. For that person, they probably felt like a piece of shit. But for me, I was like, hell yeah, you go, girl. So in me saying no, I was able to actively participate in choosing to put my own priorities above what someone else wanted. And that in and of itself is a pretty cool experience. So if you haven't said no lately, I encourage you to try it. 
let me know how it goes. We'll circle back to this whole saying no concept in a few, but I want to kind of segue into does this support the life I'm trying to create? And the two are incredibly intertwined. So that's kind of why I wanted to open with the whole saying no thing. I was going through some old journals last night and a couple cool things happened. First off, if you are someone who journals, I wouldn't recommend going through your old journals too often. Do it when you need it the most. And I think when there are times in your life that you're at like low lows, like I was not doing too hot last week, going through these old journals, finding surprises, finding little notes that I had written to myself, finding things that I had written that I wanted to happen, like wishes, goals, dreams, call it what you want, things that I wanted to happen that have since happened and I totally had forgotten that I wrote them down. I actually posted one of those things on my Instagram story and it's crazy because almost to a T, the thing that I had written down came true and it was about this condo, this apartment that we're in right now and it was right before we moved here. I had just gotten the job. We couldn't find a place. We were kind of scrambling and I wrote down I think it said something like, I want a place with lots of windows. I I want it to be a two-bedroom. I want it to be close to downtown. I want a really pretty kitchen. And Lexi and I are going to dance and cook dinner all the time and just have a blast and be able to walk everywhere. And we got all that and more. Turns out it's a three-bedroom instead of a two. Turns out it's on the water instead of just close to downtown. And so it just is crazy how if you pray for something, if you put something out there, God will give you exactly what you need. And if it's not what you need, he'll give you something better. And that is super, super cool to see because it always works out every single time. And even if you can't see it in the moment, you're going to get exactly what you need. And most of the time, it's going to be better than you think it's going to be. So that's super motivating to find passages like that. And there were plenty of things in my journals that I was like, yep, that happened. That happened too. That happened too. It happened way sooner than I thought it was going to happen. And it happened way better than the way I thought it was going to go. And it really got me thinking about how far I've come and where I want to go from here. So like I said last week with the full moon, 11-11, whether you believe in this stuff or not, there's really no negotiation that last week a lot of shit was happening and I think that it was happening for everybody if you had like a really solid week last week and you didn't feel like things were kind of on edge let me know let me know what dimension you're living in because that wasn't the case for me that wasn't the case for a lot of people I was scrolling Instagram one night and There's that Selena Gomez soundbite where she's saying, I think I just had to let my old self go. I don't know what the end of the quote is, but that just kept playing in my mind all week long. I think I just had to let my old self go. And I talk about this a lot on the show, but I feel like I go through many, many versions of myself all the time. Even on this show, like you could put on an episode and it's like, happy thoughts like my nine to five essentials and this and I'm like waking up and you know going to Pilates and whatever and then the next episode I'm like you guys I've had a fucking week okay let me tell you about it I think that that's just kind of how life goes like I would strongly like to believe that as humans we're pretty multifaceted and you're not always going to be like okay this is my favorite lip gloss like sometimes you have to sit down and you have to talk about heavy shit and that's just the way it goes 
oh, I was watching Total Tangent. I was watching Love is Blind and um, oh, I forget their names. It was like the second episode or maybe the first. But this one guy was talking to this one girl and he was saying like, I don't think I can have a relationship with someone who can't go past surface level. And she was like, I just can't go deep. Like going deep isn't my thing. And I was like, how? Like I can, I always have a shovel at the ready. Like we can go deep like that. I guess if you've listened this far into the show, you can probably do that too. I was kind of on the side of the one guy that was like, yeah, like you gotta be able to like, we gotta have like deep conversations. I was like, damn, you're right. Like if you can't go past, like this is my favorite lip gloss, like can we carry a conversation? I don't really know. I'm kind of jumping ahead here in my notes, but I think when you start to realize what types of people you align with the best and what types of people are going to help elevate you and elevate your dreams and elevate your priorities rather than drag you down or drain your energy, those are the types of people that you need to surround yourself with. So when you start to ask yourself, first off, what is the life I'm trying to create? And if you don't know the answer to that, I highly, highly recommend spending some time just jotting down your goals and maybe they're not even maybe they're not even goals yet maybe jot down what you like find out what you're passionate about what do you want out of your life what's important to you who's important to you why is that thing or that person or that place important to you what makes you feel good what makes you feel like the best you that you can possibly be once you kind of have that vision that picture painted in front of you maybe then you can step into okay Maybe this is a goal. Maybe that is a goal. And then once you have your goals set, you have the opportunity to ask yourself, okay, these things support the life that I'm trying to create and these things don't support the life I'm trying to create. So maybe it's friendships or maybe it's even a relationship. We kind of just talked about that. If a friend or a romantic partner can't even have a conversation with you about the things that you want out of life or maybe even about the things that they want out of life, does that support the life that you're trying to create? Maybe it does, maybe it doesn't. I don't know. It's your life, not mine. Maybe it's an activity or a show that you watch or a podcast that you listen to that doesn't support the life that you're trying to create. Maybe it's a habit that you have or something that you tell yourself when you wake up in the morning. Maybe you look in the mirror and you're really freaking mean to yourself and that doesn't support the life that you're trying to create. Maybe it's just something that absolutely sucks the life out of you. Maybe it's a job or maybe it's your major at school or maybe it's maybe it's the place that you live. And I'm not telling you to run out and like drop all of these things right away cuz if you just like run out and like quit your job like that's you you're totally missing the point here. But what doesn't support the life that you're trying to create? And then how can you pivot how can you make a change even if it's just a little teeny tiny tweak a little tiny step forward in the right direction what can you change to make it support the life that you're trying to create kind of bringing this full circle to our saying no versus saying yes conversation i would highly recommend and this is something that i did last week make a line down the center of a piece of paper And on one side, write yes. And then on one side, write no. And think about your day-to-day actions. Start from the minute that you wake up in the morning to the minute that you go to sleep. A typical day in your life. 
and just go through all the things that you do. And if the things that you do support the life that you want to create for yourself, write those in the yes column. If the things that you do don't support the life that you're trying to create, write them in the no column. That is a clear picture of this supports me and this does not. Obviously, like I said, I'm not telling you to run out and break up with your boyfriend or quit your job or drop out of school or do something crazy. I just want you to paint the picture for yourself of this is supporting me and this does not. And then what can you change? Like, where can you start? Maybe pick one thing from the no list. Maybe start with like a conversation. Maybe it's like a friend. And this friend is like super toxic. She's super mean to you. She like only calls you when she needs something and just overall isn't a very good friend. If she doesn't support your dream of becoming a, this is stupid, like the next American Idol. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) If that's your dream, go off, sis. It was mine for a while too. If this friend is totally not supportive of you starting your singing career, maybe ask her, hey, why, why don't you support me in this? And just see what she says. She might have a really good point. Maybe she'll give you some tough love. Or maybe she doesn't have a good point and she isn't really that great of a friend. But start with a simple conversation. Don't like get too crazy. Don't jump to conclusions. Like this isn't an exercise to stir up all kinds of other shit. But it's just supposed to demonstrate that there are definitely things in your life that you are doing so, so right And there are definitely things in your life that you could do way, way better. I'm going back and editing this podcast and realized that I went on tons of different tangents and there are a couple gaps. So I guess just to kind of like close those gaps, round out the episode. Last week, a huge, huge theme for me was, does this support the life I want to create? And along the way of figuring out what you want, you're probably going to be met with a lot of situations that are teaching you what you don't want. That will put you through so many different versions of yourself. It's important that when you wake up in the morning and you're met with a version of yourself that you're not sure who this person is, you meet them with kindness. You meet them as if you're like meeting a new friend. And I'm not saying like every day you're going to change and go through this like metamorphosis every time your head hits the pillow at night. But when you actively make the choice to participate in things that help you get closer to the life you want to create for yourself, you might have to give up some things that you love to do. You might have to make some sacrifices, but eventually you'll get to a point where you sit down to make a list of does this support the life I'm going to create and everything in your daily life lands in the yes column. So that is my goal, my wish, my hope for each and every one of you is that you get to wake up and you're met with a version of yourself that makes choices that support the goals and the dreams that you have for your life. And oftentimes they say getting there is half the fun too, right? So this journey of becoming the best version of you, this journey of achieving this wild, crazy goal that you have, it should be fun. So whatever is in the yes column that supports the life that you're trying to create, make it fun. Obviously there are going to be days where you're going to have to use commitment rather than motivation to go to the gym or to eat the healthy meal or to have the hard conversation, but ultimately the journey should be fun. So make sure that you make it fun, find fun people to do it with, and make your yes column something to be pretty darn proud of. 
So that's going to be it for today's episode. I really, really hope that you guys enjoyed it. If you did, be sure to leave a five-star rate and review, and that just helps more people find and listen to the show. Don't forget to click the link in the show notes to join the 80-20 group chat, and that's a super fun place to be. I think that we're coming up on like 500 members, so maybe we'll throw like a little party for 500. That's actually like crazy too, to be in a group chat with 500 people. It's not like that though. Like it's, it's super organized and there's like different rooms and stuff. You'll just have to join. It makes a lot more sense when you're in it. But if you like today's episode, you can let me know what you thought about it in the group chat. Let me know what else you guys want to hear on the show, what guests you want to have. We're going to have tons and tons of content in December. So I need all the ideas that I can get. Love you guys lots. Have a great rest of your week and I will chat with you on Thursday.